We trying to behave ourselves on the story? Well, y'all know what we thinking right now. <laughs> I'm ready for the night. I got a little extra energy. I don't know what might come out of my mouth tonight. As you can tell them go sit their bad asses down so we're grown folks in here talking. <laughs> T-G-I-M. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. It's Wednesday, and I'm back with TGIF with two of the most fabulous men in the entertainment industry. Now, we are here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, grab you a little something to drink, and get ready for this hot tea. Please welcome my co-host. Let's start with Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? How What's are going you? on, Claudia? I'm good. I'm good. You're back home, I see. For, for, for a day and a half. Just long enough oh, my okay. cat how's your cat how's your cat doing oh my cat's fantastic (laughs) oh six six and shelly they're doing really well (laughs) and please welcome funky doniva what's up q (laughs) al she was giving you her updated report on her tootsie cat (laughs) oh that's what that was i was asking her about the cat i was asking her about the cat they pissed in her luggage. Oh, you that's know, her Tootsie Cat know, report. You know, Nick Cannon said 80% of them ain't clean. So, <laughs> Well, that's by his doing, by spreading his seed unprotected in all those vajayjays. They didn't start off like that, or he wouldn't have been up in them. Okay, hey, y'all. Um, <laughs> look how we all... We didn't mean to do this, but everybody's in blue tonight. Yeah? Are we? Yeah, we are, I guess. Different shades of blue. Different shades of blue. You know, they say blue is a color you should wear in a job interview because it makes folks trust you you know they certain food certain colors like red is a all the restaurants use red for for food to make you hungry and Uh blue is a color for trust and purple is tranquility so yeah y'all should trust that we're gonna give y'all a good tea tonight right y'all ready for this i'm ready all right let's get into these hot topics okay uh after months of internal debate the biden administration has offered to exchange victor bout a convicted russian arms trafficker serving a 25-year prison sentence as part of a potential deal to secure the release of two Americans held by Russia, Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan. Now, sources told CNN that the plan to trade bout for Griner and Whelan received the backing of President Joe Biden after being under discussion since earlier this year. What are your thoughts on the update to the story? And I didn't ask y'all what y'all drinking tonight because I know, yeah, yeah, are y'all drinking? I'm on cleanse. Okay. So, oh, you want to? Okay, you. Okay, you getting ready to be somebody's <laughs> wife again? Okay, I'm please. <laughs> Ellie, you drinking? I'm sorry. Yes, I, I'm drinking. Okay. I'm doing rum and uh, orange juice. Okay. Well, now you want this rum and orange juice. What do you think about this story? About you know, this could potentially be a deal. Yo, you know what? I've been saying this from the beginning. Ever since this first the story first broke, I'm I'm very excited about this. I'm glad that we're moving to bring her home. I do understand the United States position that we don't want the rest of the world to think that we're into prisoner trading, but we're going to do this prisoner trade to get this young lady home. And I'm super excited about this. Now, the only thing, Claudia and Q, that I did not like about this negotiation was that Brittany still has to complete her trial and, and, and get a judgment, get a charge or not a charge in Russia before they will 
will complete the negotiations and do the trade. Something about that, what's Funky saying? Something the milk ain't clean with that. So I would love to know if any of our soulmates or anybody know anything about international extradition, because is that mean if she gets charged, she's not allowed to come back ever? Is she not allowed to travel to certain states ever? I just want to know the the in the ins and outs of this, but I'm definitely glad that we're getting her home. Okay. Q, what do you think? You know, rarely am I double-minded, but on this one, I'm double-minded. So to Al's point, I'm 100% excited that the administration is doing everything in its power to get this Black woman home, including doing something that we don't do often, which is prisoner trading. The other part of my mind wishes that there would have been another way that we could have gone about getting her because I am fearful of the fact that because the U.S. did make this exception, that it will incentivize our enemies to capture and keep high profile Americans in exchange for the release of their prisoners in our states. It's it's definitely concerning, and I hope that this ends up being a one off and that we don't see these countries trying to capture Americans to use them as bargaining chips. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that they, they would love that. Um, so I do like that this has been in, in, in discussions for a, a couple of months now and Biden signing off on it. I think you gotta, you have to do this. And yeah, to you, both of y'all's point that, that that is something that they probably always have thought of doing. I don't think this is a new thing. You know, this may be something that's relevant to us but I'm sure there's been high profile Americans or that valuable Americans in our government that, you know, have been caught up in, in this kind of stuff. Um, there are 15 Americans over there that need to be brought home. And I wonder how their families feel that, mm. you know, um, they're still waiting. And, and, and this is such an important prisoner that we would be releasing Victor uh, that I think he'd be worth a few more Americans as well. So I hope all 15 of the Americans that are stuck over there can, can get back and or we can get a little bit more for this because that's a huge get to get, especially during a war right now with Ukraine. We don't want him out there, but he's a horrible, horrible person. But um, there, there's, there's, like I said, 15 others, uh, 15 total that we need to get back. That I well, know you, know what, you know what sucks? Um, I don't know. Did these, uh, Brittany, did these 15 other, were they there before she got locked up or after she got locked up to your knowledge? Before she was locked before. up. And also they, they've done some, totally different crimes and remember we're not we're not 100 convinced that she did anything wrong gotcha. we just know that she got caught out there doing a, a wartime in which you know russia you know is poking fun at america and using her as an example for it so those other 15 folks that are over there they are over there rightfully so i'm assuming because the question i was going to or my comment was going to be if i was their family members i would be pissed off that you prioritize these two people over my family member and they've been over there longer. There is another, I'm sure there's, I don't know all the crimes, but I know there's another one that was over there for, it's a, another drug thing, weed. And they sentenced him to 14 years of, of hard labor, 14 years, a 14 year prison term. Wow. So, you know, they, they wilding out there. So, and Russia got your nerve, the stuff that y'all, okay. I don't know if y'all seen the videos over there from Russia, but the things that they do to members of the LBGTQ community, they, they are very, very, very known to be very, very violent and um, judgmental. Mm. Well, we wish that uh, this, this has a happy ending and, and hopefully a, a quick one. Getting into the next story, former President Donald Trump suggested that LeBron James could play basketball as a woman during his speech at Turning Point USA Student Action Summit in Tampa. We have a clip. 
But I'd go up to LeBron James, it doesn't matter. I'd say, LeBron, did you ever have any desire to be a woman? Because what I'd love you to do is star on my team that I'm building up. I will have the greatest team in history. They'll never lose. Al, let's start with you. What do you think? You sometimes you just have to laugh at how ridiculous this man is. First, you know, he was making fun of Elon Musk. Now he's mocking transgender people. This is not funny, Donald Trump. And I think the transgender community should make just as much of a deal of this as they did around the Dave Chappelle special. Go, go. Uh, pick it somewhere that he's going to be speaking for him to be speaking about your community like such. I'm 110% can't believe that Donald Trump was the 45th president of the United States of America. Not only was he the 45th uh, president, but I feel like he set our community, especially the African-American community, back a hundred years. He did it with his anti-black administration. He did it with his anti-black rhetoric. He did it with his anti-black voting rights, right? The Voting Rights Act. Remember that discrimination? He wants five of those removed. And he did it with his anti-black Supreme Court um, installation. It's time for us to put an end to this very venomous man. This has got to end. I promise you, we got to do better as Americans. I heard that. Okay, Q, I see you chomping at the bit. Let's see what you got to say about this. I just, I don't know why I just find it completely comical. And I've just made up in my own mind for my own self-care and mental health. I'm not going to let no avocado-shaped bastard round me up. I'm just (laughs) not. Like, Donald, like... We already know. So here's the beautiful thing about having four years of Trump. We, we know all his tricks. So this next go round, when he's getting all the spotlight and stuff, y'all would be a damn fool to sit back at home and be sitting up here letting this man get y'all upset. You already know what's coming. He come for everybody. He says the nastiest, most salacious things out of his mouth. And you'd be a damn fool to consume it and get mad. He wrong. He has no moral compass. It ain't changing. And it's just what it is. So at this point, I can just laugh at it. And I, I, I'm going to tell you, too, one of my favorite Donald Donald Trump insults, and I may be wrong for this, is when he be calling Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas and when he be calling Hillary Crooked Hillary. I don't know why it's juvenile, but calling that lady Pocahontas is so funny to me. <laughs> Well, yeah, mm-hmm. he, listen, he is entertaining and he is funny and he should probably stay, stay in the entertainment field and not in politics. Right. You know what I mean, like, that's why I would like to, because like, I think people are like missing him because he was funny or he was entertaining and Joe's boring. I'd rather have a boring politician and a funny comedian mm-hmm. over there. Yeah, the problem is he he gets a lot of support for his ridiculousness. It got him in office one time. And I don't know that if he gets a lot of traction that we can keep him out of office a second term. We've got to do something to keep this man away from being the 46th or the 47th president of the United States of America. Well, if, if anyone was paying attention during his administration, he tipped his hat to China many times how China just made him himself be like the lifetime president. And that's what Trump wants to do. Y'all he gets back in and he will do whatever he can with his little handpicked mm-hmm. Supreme court to change the rules so he can stay in office. So y'all can think he's funny and that might be funny for a year or two, but uh, a lifetime, the fi- finishing our lives off with this man or his life off. I don't know, but yeah, I don't like how we came for like, he had to use LeBron, a black man as that example. I feel like he was trying to emasculate him. And I thought, like, you know, it's no secret that LeBron has been critical of Trump publicly. And it's 
like the pettiness. Mm-hmm. And someone got on my page as a huge Trump supporter. And he's like, well, they trade barbs. They go back and forth. They both take shots. It's a different standard of behavior, I would think, the president versus an athlete and an entertainer. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that, you know, the fact that people, so many people think this is okay as a president. Mm. I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm sick of him. Okay, y'all. And don't let that little promise of a, another stimulus check get y'all want to get back in there so you can use your money for the Susu groups again, y'all. Don't do it. Oh, baby, the Susu got me, baby. I'm so mad. I got about $3,000 of unclaimed money messing around with the damn Susu boards. Remember, the Susus were under President Trump, y'all. Okay. All right, moving on. In a recent interview with Good Morning Britain, R. Kelly's three sisters spoke out in the convicted sex offender's defense and insisted that he is the real victim. Cassandra Kelly said, African-Americans have always been treated unfairly. And so I think that has a lot to do with R. Kelly's sentence, as well as other factors. Now, when Kelly's sisters were asked if they believed that their brother had not been with underage girls, Lisa Kelly said, I can say he may have been with younger women, but as far as underage girls, no. And I stress underage girls. Who has seen that? I believe a lot of the alleged victims are bitter. Lisa Kelly continued, he's, a, he's not a monster. He's not a pedophile. The only victim I've seen that's been stolen from lied on is Robert. What are your thoughts on R. Kelly's sisters defending his actions, Al? You remember I told you on this show when we found about his conviction that that brother and, and anybody that worked in that camp, including, and I even threw his ex-wife underneath the bus, I said all of them need to uh, be put underneath the jail. Because if they if they knew they all need to be put underneath the jail, we need to add the sisters to that list. First of all, how's she going to completely forget all about Aaliyah? Right? Aaliyah was underage. He got her impregnated, falsified, falsified documents to marry her, got her pregnant, all underage. Doesn't that make him a pedophile? Doesn't that make him racket? Isn't that racketeering? Like, what does she mean she didn't see any? That's just very confusing to me. These sisters and that brother both, all of them need to be quiet until all of his trials are completed. We know he's got to go back to Chicago for another trial. All of them need to be quiet because them talking is not doing anything but making us more upset. And at this point, we need to have empathy for the man for getting 30 years, not be upset and want him to get more because people are trying to talk him out of jail earlier. Those sisters are giving me, you know, the family members, especially moms, and this happens in our communities a lot. My son could do no wrong. Those girls were just fast. It was their fault. They trapped him to get them pregnant. All that nonsense. That's what they were giving me. And I never heard from these sisters before. But like, where were you when all this was going on? And you're saying, yeah, he may may have been with younger girls. Shouldn't you take your brother to the side and say, brother, it's not a good look for you. And you're right, Al. We all know that Selena, uh, Selena, I'm sorry, uh, Aaliyah was 15 years old. We all knew that she was 15 years old at the time. So there's no getting around that, sisters. There's no getting around Knock it off. I just feel like there's a different way to go about supporting a family member that you love. Don't say you didn't see it and you didn't know. Say you're sorry for him and you wish it wasn't his it wasn't going on. Like pick another lane. Don't say he never did it. Look, we've been going through what three decades of seeing evidence of what he's done. And for you to uh, pretend like you haven't seen 30 years of it makes you look a little bit crazy. 
You know what? Let, let's not also forget Sparkle's niece that was in that first uh, videotape. That girl didn't even have no hair on her stuff. Okay, she was looking like a big old fourth grader sitting up there whining and rolling in that first sex tape video that came out. The other thing I want to know about, unless he got a sister that died, it shouldn't have been three sisters sitting up there. It should have been two because one of y'all are responsible for this. Don't forget, R. Kelly was molested by one of his sisters. Okay, so unless he got another sister that we don't know about or that wasn't present, only one of y'all, uh, one of y'all should have been absent. Very good point allegedly right we have to say allegedly well the, the documentary said he was molested by the sister so according to the document according yeah. to the documentary there we go we're gonna protect fox all at all costs all right y'all we're gonna take a quick commercial break into the r kelly sister that did it will you find that interview we need to look in we gotta do a deeper dive into that and look that's a great point let's mm-hmm. take a quick break we'll be back with more show after the break Welcome back to TGIF Soulmates. Y'all in the chat trying to wild out. They're trying to call us out on our lives. Uh, if you think we've lied about things in the chat, go ahead and put in the chat. Maybe I'll read some. Don't be too mean. All right, y'all, let's get into this. Uh, Arthur Ken Oletta's new book, Hollywood Ending, Harvey Weinstein and the Culture of Silence, revealed some disturbing claims about Harvey Weinstein. Now, in an interview with Fox News, Oletta claimed that Weinstein had some notion in his head that his body was attractive Despite witness testimony that he smelled of feces, had genitals scarred to the point they looked like a vagina, and had a back full of blackheads. <laughs> I've never had to read anything like that. But you want to know so funny? Are you finished? Um, I just want to know your thoughts on the claims, but I never had to read something so great. The, the funny thing about it is Harvey Weinstein physically does look like a troll out of a Disney movie, right? Oh, Hogwarts. He, he yes. looks like a troll. He looked like he smelled like whoop. He looked like he smelled like a nursing home. Look at that. <laughs> and then, I, you know, it baffles me that you going around being a womanizer and they describe his genitals as looking like a vagina, said he has no testicles and that it looked like he may have been born intersex. So my whole thing is you ain't even got no machinery to be trying to molest and rape and fondle people. What? Now I got all types of curiosity. You got a Braille menu on your back, okay? And then you trying to hump and pump, but ain't even got no stuff. Um, it, this is this, this just make it make sense. And and you know, as my wheels are churning, maybe because it is of that deficiency down below is what caused this sexually deviant behavior because it was born out of a place of inadequacy. And that's why he had to have this sexual domination and prowess over people to overcompensate um, for smelling like a S-H-I-T-T-Y pamper. Can we just, Al, uh, this line right here, this genital scarred to the point they looked like a vagina. Can you speak on that? You know, in the book, they said not only they looked like a vagina, but it looked like he got burned, like a, like a burn victim in that area. I just can't imagine someone like that forcing themselves on me. That that trauma is is ten times worse than regular trauma. I'm sorry. I think I would have to give him more years for the trauma that he has you know induced on these victims i mean this is horrible other stuff that we learn in the book and the details it's downright disgusting this man needs more than 23 years of prison time i want to spit right now 
I do too. Like, like I need this off my tongue. Like this, the, the words that just came out of my mouth. Like, and we've said some pretty gross stuff on this show. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine. I mean, it, it probably got that cotton candy gray hair on it, and it, Ooh. it just, it, uh, it just don't make sense. But you know what? I have told you guys that I have a fascination from a psychology perspective with the deviant mind. Mm. Um, I am really fascinated by this. Like I, I, I would really like to get in his mind and understand the, the, the nuts and bolts that got him to behave the way he did. And I think that we just got one of the puzzle pieces, if not the whole puzzle. The nuts and bolts. It's, I, I, mm, yeah, the kibbles is, and bits. Yeah. Franklin beans. <laughs> I mean, you know what? It might come out. <laughs> I'm finna get in I'm trouble. too immature for this topic. I'm finna get in trouble <laughs> for this and I don't even care. It might, it might, it, they said it looked like a vagina. I mean, he might have been a woman at one point and is a trans man. I mean, I'm just saying. Well, no, because remember one of the, um, one of the victims said that he would frequently shoot his penis with a, a, with a needle to make his penis hard. So had to be a little something there. It was a shoot. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Katoris. So, you know, I, I want to know what happened then because they said he oh, has no testicles. Or something, so something obviously happened. He had an accident. Right. He wasted some uh, candy apple, hot molten candy apple in his lap. Or what, was he was he castrated or something? He what? Was he castrated? It sounds like he had a, a, a little mutilation. So maybe he was he got mutilated. Mm-hmm. They're saying sure. next topic in the chat right now. <laughs> Everybody throwing up. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on, but I'm sure we will update on this story as it is called for. All right, guys, has social media ever made you buy something crazy or that you didn't need? Well, Chef Pie's pink sauce has social media in a frenzy, especially after hearing her response after being asked if her product, product is FDA approved. Check out what she said. What do you mean FDA approved? I don't sell medical products. The pink sauce is not a medical product. Who's going to tell her? Who, who's going to, who, Al, Q, we all college educated. Who's so, going to tell this lady? So, so listen, you know, the whole internet was set ablaze that the F on FDA stands for food and that she didn't know. But I'm a guys, I'm going to take this a step further. I actually spoke to Chef P today at 630. I, she lives down here in South Florida and I have a friend who knows her and I specifically called her and said listen you know this girl was on her way to making a million dollars selling this pink sauce you're on our topics list tonight i want to be able to speak in defense of you so let me know what's going on so since it's come out um she is actually working with an attorney right now and they have been in contact with the fda for her product to get fda regulated and go through the process uh social media influencer prima donna also reached out to her and offered her some assistance in terms of fda approval and getting her product um and and, you know and some pr stuff um i asked her how did she come about come up with this sauce and she said she opened up a restaurant in 2021 um and she used to serve the sauce at her restaurant and on her private clients it's something that she's been making She said she was creating Instagram, TikTok, social media content in her kitchen. One day while she was making the sauce, she woke up to a million views. 
Wow. And so at that point, ding, 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 bells go off. And of course, you're like, I need to bottle and sell this. You know what I'm saying? And so I want to say this to the people out there. Give the girl a break. Okay. Because half of y'all sitting in hair salons doing hair with no license. All right. Half of y'all out here selling Tussie Cat and it needs to be FDA approved. (laughs) Um, And looking at the generation that we live in, everybody's creating products and stuff out of their home and are selling them on Instagram. And she followed suit. People don't know what they don't know. I'm not going to promise you that if I created something in my house and started selling it on Instagram, that I would have automatically thought that I needed to go to the dog on FDA either. I would have bottled it, private labeled it, and sold it the same way y'all selling them cheap ass AliExpress clothes and calling them boutiques. So give the girl a break. She's going to come back better, stronger, and harder. This was a learning lesson for her and all entrepreneurs out there. And um, let's lift our sister up and help her get get her bag okay al what do you think about this totally agree totally agree i was just i was just excited that you know she wasn't on instagram half naked she's not on only fans like you said uh selling or doing some explicit act to get money she's trying to be an entrepreneur and q is right we all need to put our arms around her and point her in the right direction so that she can take advantage of this viral moment maybe she could do a great partnership with a big a big name company or maybe a big name company may be interested in buying her out now i think q q you make perfect sense to me and please tell her if there's anything that i can do for her as a brand strategist she can always call me oh most definitely and you know what there's one more point i want to make because she she came under a lot of attack for people saying she was using food coloring to make it pink and she says that is not correct she suffers from anxiety and magnesium helps her with her anxiety magnesium is found in dragon fruit and she uses dragon fruit in the pink sauce and that's what gives it its color not food coloring she owns a she owned a restaurant right mm-hmm. okay so i love that you guys she did she did in her restaurant uh COVID as she she didn't make yeah. it through COVID. so i will say this i love that you guys both said things positive in support of this woman trying to do her own thing but i will say this we can't excuse certain things when we're dealing with food food is not a boutique it's not a hair company it's something that we consume and that's something we've got to be careful about if you own a restaurant you got to know about food safety and all that. So I'm glad that because of this viral moment and she reached out to you and then Prima Donna stepped in. I love them. I love her too. That the Lord's work was able to be done here. Thank, thanks to T. I'm going to go ahead and say thanks to TJF. You're going to help her get it together. And, you know, the end of the day, it's a happy ending. Um, we have a couple of comments from the chat. La Judia Jordana says, looks like Pepto Bismol with blueberries. Okay. Carolina Pitt said, why would anyone put that? Why would anyone, anybody put that pink sauce on fried chicken? Well, it must be good. And um, earlier, Yolanda Mills, when we were talking about Harvey, said, "My ears need some earplugs, so people don't want us to talk about that ever again." But I'm glad she's going to move in the right direction, and that's Indeed. that's a good thing. Indeed. All right, y'all. Uh, moving on, uh, this story right here. I was watching this <laughs> a couple chats, uh, lives about this. Bishop Lamar Whitehead of Leaders of Tomorrow International Ministry went off on talk show host Larry Reed and Pastor Genesis Warren on his Instagram Live after he said they laughed about him and his wife being robbed of $1 million worth of jewelry at his church during the sermon. Take a look at some of the exchange. Okay, my, you okay, so my family could have died. You want to laugh about it? That didn't happen. Read? That didn't happen. I'm going to say this to you. You could kiss my You and Biggie Smalls. It got a lot worse than that. I watched that. 
whole thing. Did y'all watch it? I did. I did. It got very nasty. What do y'all think about this? And first, I will say, point this out. First, the the it was four hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry. Then it went up to a million. Side eye. What you know, so my 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 question with the jewelry, right? That was from the pastor, the wife, and the congregants. No, I just the pastor that. and the wife. Just between the pastor and the wife, mm-hmm. that much jewelry. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's you know. Um, a lot of people want to know if if the saying the robbery was staged, it looked staged. I don't know if it was staged or not, but but I will say coming off the heels of what we just came off of with the Kim Burrell situation and then looking at this man's character and the way he a attacked that woman, body shaming her, the way he was coming at Larry, basically deeming him unworthy because he was a homosexual. Once again, this is why millennials and people are running away from the church in droves. I am sorry and correct my school of thinking if I'm wrong. But if you are a man or a woman of the cloth, I don't think it's unreasonable that we are to expect that you carry yourself with a certain code of conduct. I just think that what he was doing was completely inappropriate. The church is supposed to be a a safe haven for everybody um now me being gay i now know that i'm not welcome at your church based on the tone that you took and the angle in which you chose to attack larry it just is not right for somebody who's supposed to be representing god it's just not right agreed al what do you think about this there are just so many things wrong or or weird about this number one how larry and the other bishop got on live and was joking him, (laughs) you know, joking his jewelry, joking his curtains behind in his church, um, joking about his his wife's child having a gun waved in front of them. I thought that that was inappropriate. I thought how the bishop came on and called them fat, called them gay, called them ugly, um, called them all kinds of names. I thought that was inappropriate for a bishop. I still say that you can't take these these mere examples and judge the entire <laughs> church, all churches. You just can't do it. But in this case, I just think they were both and all were in the wrong. Now, as it relates to this robbing, he's a flashy guy, but there is something wrong with wearing between you and your wife a million dollars worth of jewelry in a church or in a neighborhood one of the most impoverished neighborhoods in the community in brooklyn carnarsie um and also driving a quarter of a million dollar car it's just something about that entire setup should be a little bit different i would rather see him take that 1.4 million dollars that he's invested in jewelry in a car and create micro loans for the community and the church members to start new businesses or to pay off debt or buy a home. Well, he's not going to do that because you can tell from that live that he's not really in for it for the reasons that we think he should. And I think he's a horrible example and, 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 and will be an agent used to scare people off to what the good things you can get out of church with that kind of behavior. Calling a woman, he kept attacking her when she wasn't even talking to him, calling her Biggie Smalls and all kinds, talking about her fat, her, her, how fat she was. And then he kept using the F word uh you know the, the gay slur that he was doing over and over and over again he did not act like anyone who's even been to church never mind leads a church i was appalled watching this he's ghetto 
He's ignorant. He's trash. And you can tell him I said it. Send him this clip. And if you want to come for me, feel free. We can have a wall of words. I'm not afraid of you. And you can't come for me like you came for them. But that was just disgusting how we did that. And, and again, like you said, Al, flaunting all that wealth in front of your poor, you know, your, your, your church that are probably struggling. And that's why no one lifted a finger to help your ass when you was getting robbed. And I side eye robbery big time. I really do. The, the reaction to people in the church was just weird. It didn't seem legit. I mean, hopefully he's not lying, but it, I, I wouldn't be surprised because he seems like a low class, low caliber type of human being that has no position leading anybody with his behavior. And he's trash. My opinion. This is not Fox Soul's opinion. This is my opinion. So anyways, um, let's take a quick commercial break. And before we go, I will say this. I don't hate him. And I just say bless his heart. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, I see y'all in the chat talking about my church rant. There's more to come if he comes to me, okay? Trust and believe. All right, y'all, moving on. Um, we all know gas prices have just been out of control, inflation. I mean, they're starting to come down in some places, but it's still way higher than we need to be paying. So I got some, I got, I got a little hookup for you that I just got into. Now, uh, from crying, cringing at the pump to getting an eye-popping check at your favorite restaurant, inflation is hitting us all where it really hurts. And it really, really hurts. This is why I started using this app called Upside. Uh, Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. Now, with every purchase, I'm earning cash back thanks to Upside. Now, you might think this sounds too good to be true, but listen, Upside is really a no-brainer. Now, in comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs, you can earn three times more cash back with Upside. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. A million dollars a week, y'all, that's what people are earning. That's what they earn through this app. Now, that's probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the App Store. Now, to get started, download the free Upside app and use promo code TGIF to get $5 back or more back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Now, that's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code T. Now, I got the app and I complained about uh, a couple months ago about how much I was spending on gas. And just from this app, I found gas. I will get 23 cents off a gallon. That is a lot. So I was down to 396 a gallon when I used it today. So make sure you check it out. Uh, you can get these great deals in your city. All right, y'all, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back with more TGIF after this. Welcome back to TGIF. Uh, in, this, uh, in the comments, I see how we have someone, uh, Joanne Davis said, I got the app about a week ago. So far, it's okay. And people are really feeling the show tonight. Oh, they're talking about dragon fruit and the different colors of dragon fruit. Monkey, whoop. Listen, look, <laughs> I got my paper. I was talking to the girl. I was writing, writing as the girl. I'm just telling you what the lady said, okay? I ain't never ate no dragon fruit. I don't know, but I, we don't grow dragons in Miami. I'm just telling y'all what the lady said. The lady said the magnesium in the dragon fruit is what makes the stuff paint, okay? Mm. Now, don't shoot the messenger. Mm. It's on this paper. That's what the girl told me, okay? We believe you. We believe you, and we believe her. Okay. Well, we have an update on Sheree Whitfield's love life. Sheree confirmed that she is indeed dating Martel Holt and that she has already introduced him to her friends. The pair were also captured in a video provided by TMZ showing some public display of affection. Are y'all rooting for this couple? Q, I know you made a, a, a video of it. So, of the story. What do you think? So, here is what's interesting. 
I spoke to one of my colleagues in media who has a very close relationship with Martel Holt. And according to her, Martel Holt is pissed and said that he and Sheree are not together, said that Sheree is not even his type, that he is building a pool for Sheree and is working closely with her pulling permits and so on and so forth, that he is not with her and that his phone was ringing off the hook all day that day and that he is extremely upset that she said that. So I don't know what the truth is at this point because on the flip side of things, Sheree has never struck me as the type of woman who would go around claiming a man that's not claiming her. And I don't know how in any way, shape or form she's incentivized or rewarded for attaching a body to her. But according to our media colleague that knows Martel, he's extremely upset and said that she's not his type and that they are not together. Didn't we see video of them looking pretty... Yeah, that don't look like he doing no pool with the video that we I, just showed. I completely agree. I'm just telling you what the people said. Also, Claudia, I'm going to give a shout out to Freddie O because Freddie O just conducted an interview with her. He caught up with her and in the interview, he asked her point blank, hey, what's going on with you and Martell? And she shared the skin and she said that, you know, that they are hanging out, that they're spending time and that they were introduced through mutual friends. Now, I've known Sheree to do a lot of things, but... I don't think she has to lie about this one to the point where he's disgusted. That's kind of weird. I I agree. Um, now I don't know Martel, but from the little stuff that I hear about the show, he doesn't. He seems like he is not born to maybe telling a lie or two. Right. Uh, well, got other, <laughs> he's got other women. That got he, a whole another woman. He has other pregnant. women. That he's, you know, trying to keep happy and and don't want to make them mad. Of course, it would be a, a negative. Like uh, guys don't like being put on blast when they all the way cleared out the, all the other girls that they messing with. Mm-hmm. And he has other people he's still answering to. Because I, I too, I second that out. Sheree is not a liar, not as far as I know. I she don't need a lot of kick it. She's been in media in the t- in the industry long enough. Long enough. She knows that would backfire in her face if she lied about a dude like that. And during interviews, the only thing that only thing that's a little bit weird for me here is that I've I've been to Sheree's house. I don't know if you guys have been to her house on the inside of that house. That inside of that house is like a castle. It's beautiful. Furniture, expensive, everything in there costs a million dollars. I just don't see her dating a man. That's got five kids and then five kids coming and running through Chateau Charest. <laughs> I just don't see that. I don't see that part at all. That's the only thing that's a little bit awkward here in this story. And Sheree, if you are dealing with him, which I do believe you are, and he has the audacity to tell people that, that, that you know, he deny you, please run from him because you deserve a man that will proudly claim you. You don't need Absolutely. all that nonsense. He, he, he said it, Sheree, and if you want to know who he told it to, get my phone number from Cynthia Bailey and call me. I'm going to text her after the I, show. I, she I can get it from me. I'll tell, or, or, or call Al and I'll tell you exactly who he told it to. Okay, we're going we're gonna to connect y'all two after the show. All right, speaking of fantastic relationships, I'm just playing. Chloe Kardashian is reportedly still not over Tristan Thompson and loves him despite his infidelity. Mm-hmm. Ladies, stop getting dictatized in your 30s and 40s. According to sources, Chloe is allegedly fixed on redeeming him. As everyone knows, Chloe and Tristan are expecting their second child together via surrogate. Do you think Chloe can fix Tristan, Al? Is that possible for a man to be fixed? Listen, I'm not trying to be funny or anything, but if this headline is true, is Chloe on the spectrum? Which spectrum is she a little slow or something? 
like everybody in that family, all those women in that family are pretty strong women. Those are strong women. She appears to be the weakest one. Is she slow or is it it's just she hasn't figured out how to love herself enough to believe that she deserves better? I feel like this. The only thing that Chloe needs to be concerned about, she needs to be less concerned about his reputation. She needs to be, be concerned that he's a good father to her kids. That's all she needs to be concerned about because you ain't going to change that young man. That's like telling Nick Cannon to stop having babies. It ain't going to stop. Like, come on, young lady, you come from a very successful, strong women that have your back. Maybe it's time for some therapy and some deep dive therapy. I feel you on that one. Kill, what you think? Is she on the spectrum? I'm not even touching that spectrum comment. Um, listen, this is a cautionary tale that no matter how much body and face that you got, your self-esteem will always be at the level of your original body and your original face. And in her case, that's looking like OJ and a wide back linebacker. Okay, Claudia, I'm not, I said Claudia's got the self-esteem. Chloe's got the self Chloe Oh, I'm her, good over here. I <laughs> am great over here. Chloe got I, her original. I'm play me one time. That's it. Once. <laughs> Chloe got her original self-esteem with her brand new body. And that, and that, that, that is sad. Um, as it relates to Tristan, you know, I'm a firm believer of you train people how to treat you. And she has already trained him that all he's got to do is sit around in the, in the hallway long enough and she'll take him back. That's the pattern in which you've created. And I think Chloe is sold on the fairy tale. They got this new baby coming and she wants this nuclear family with the father of her children in the household. And I get it. I get it because we all want it. But at a certain point, mama, at a certain point, you have to realize that your fairy tale may not end the way you mapped it out in your head. And that's another thing about this surrogate. Some in the milk ain't clean. I'm telling y'all, I, I, I don't know, maybe I'm going a little extreme here, but something tells me that this could possibly be another indiscretion that they're trying to cover up as a surrogacy. That's just my opinion, though. Hey, you never know. Yeah, I mean, stranger things have happened. You know, this is a perfect example of someone dating someone for attention that is not their type. And when people date outside their type, I have a relationship or a baby with someone that's not their type, they're always going to cheat. I talked to uh, some fellas about like dating preferences. And they're like, if you're not dating what your um, preference is or what you're obsessed with, you're always going to be looking elsewhere. Before Chloe, look at the kind of girls that Tristan was with. Little mixed looking black girls, mixed, mixed girls. They were black, ethnic, very ethnic looking girls. And then you went into Khloe Kardashian, clearly you wanted attention. You wanted to boost your career and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you were a professional basketball player, but no one was really tripping on Tristan. I, I never even heard of him before, before he, he was spotted with a Kardashian. And I feel like he's just always going to, she, she's always going to get this behavior from him. And I think it's sad because a lot of people say they like Chloe. They love her personality. They like her the best. But she is not doing something right here. And that is putting herself first. And this guy keeps making a fool of you. And I hate that your daughter has to see this. I hate that your daughter has to see her mom get mistreated over and over and over again. We don't know how much of it is true and how much is it for the show. But it's not a good look, Chloe. And you can get a dope guy. And I hope that financial guy that you was talking to, like, maybe focus on that. Because Tristan is a known hoe and has no signs of slowing down. 
We got a couple comments. Melissa James says, I feel bad for her daughter, True. Dad is a garden tool and mom is a fool for men that don't want her. And R. Barnes 926 says, and Chloe got that brand new body with an 80 year old white lady thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We, 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 I think we got to take, are we going to a commercial? I think we yes, need a commercial. <laughs> Let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. All right, y'all, welcome back to TGIF. Let's get into this Britney Spears. Now, she got some things off her chest about her mother, Lynn Spears, in a series of Instagram posts. Britney wrote, yo, ma, did you also let the people know that that's one of the only times you text me back out of a million? Did you also tell people how you hid coffee every single morning? Did you tell them every morning when I would try to find coffee, there were no pictures of me up in the kitchen, just Maddie and Jamie Lynn? She continued, you abuse me. Yes, I will say it. And it still blows my mind that you still play the prayer loving mom. Al, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, what Brittany read about her mom? First of all, it's just sad. This is sad on top of sad on top of sad. And and believe me, I, I do want Britney Spears to find peace. I 100% want Britney Spears to find peace. But every time we report on this woman, the stories get worse and worse, even super weird. First of all, the beginning of that, that, exchange on text was that she said her mother never texted her back so her mother had to put proof up that she did text her back and then Brittany said oh but that's the only time you text me back and then she mentions coffee Brittany, everybody knows that even as a mother she can't let you drink coffee because you were on lethal psychiatric drugs that's why you didn't drink the coffee baby that's why the coffee wasn't there it wasn't that she was being mean to you she was protecting you as a mother should I just hope that Brittany finds some solemn somewhere because the divide that she's creating between her and her family simply is not healthy. So maybe the lesson for us is the next time someone's in a conservatorship, we should mind, mind our business. That sounds like she was supposed to be there to me. Exactly. You know, so you, you know what I found interesting too, there was one part um, in her explanation where she was saying that mama came over to her house two days before they took her away or, or the conservatorship and was basically playing nice and playing like she didn't have no idea of what the hell was going on. I mean, and I guess that's what you have to do to keep the person from running away. Listen, I definitely think that Britney should have been put into conservatorship, but I also think that Britney was taken advantage of in conservatorship as well. I think that... Um, you know, the conservatorship should have been to guard her health and her finances, but she should not have been treated like a child and not be able to not have an iPad and not, you know, be only to be allowed to drive once a week and they got to sneak her away. I mean, all of that type of stuff was a bit much. And so while while they were trying to help her, I could also see how she could have experienced a lot of trauma as a result, a trauma and betrayal is probably what she's experiencing as a result of this conservatorship. <sighs> Sorry, Britney's family. Nah. I'm saying we was kind of championing this. and now No, but that daddy was spinning up her money. That's true. I think, too, again, like we say here a lot, two things can be true at the same time. That um, daddy was spinning up her money, and that mama should have did a better job of advocating for her daughter to have the most normal of life that she could have like what was the reason for not and again i'm not in the household but what was the reason for not letting this girl have a doggone ipad 
Right, right. Okay. Moving on, a woman received backlash on social media after blaming women when it comes to men harassing them. The woman stated, every time we go out dressing really overly sexy, we're putting our man's life in danger because if somebody says something to us out of order, then his manhood says he's got to step up and defend us over nothing, over foolishness. She went on to say, the more clothes a woman takes off, the more desperate she is. Fellas, what are your thoughts on these comments? So that was Shahrazad Ali, if I'm saying her name um, right. And uh, she's been around for a lot of years, did the talk show circuit in the 90s. And, you know, she speaks a lot of, you know, she has a lot of strong opinions. You know, the only exception that I take with Shahrazad Ali is that a lot of her um, beliefs are rooted in patriarchy. A lot of them are rooted in patriarchy. But then it's funny because on the fringes, on the fringes, some of it is rooted in a small truth. The un, you know, I understand women's equality and women should be treated fairly, but th- the reality of the situation is they aren't. And we do live in a patriarchal society. And there, there is a small point about when you're wearing short mini dresses, so on and so forth, and you got a man, you know, you're drawing attention to yourself. Yes, you should be able to do that, but unfortunately it causes problems. So there's, there's a, a tinge of truth to what she's saying, but it's rooted definitely in patriarchy. A tender truth mixed with some pick me vibes. Al, what do you think? About <laughs> you, you know what? When I hear her talk, it reminds me of when I used to go to revival with my my mother and my aunts, and there would be a female preacher preaching during you know Women's Month or whatever, and they spoke like this. And as a twelve year old, it made so much sense to me what they were saying because everybody was agreeing. Um, however. You know, the other side of this is you when you know better, you do better. And what we know is that women should be able to wear whatever they want to express themselves without being sexualized or criticized. And that we know is true. Just because you want to look sexy don't mean that you're doing something wrong. Um, Yeah, women and men should be able to wear whatever the hell they want to. I just think the problem is, why do we want to look so trashy? Why do we want to look so ridiculous sometimes? And I see people all the time. I'm like... What are you doing? Like, where are you going? I I, I seen a girl uh, the other day. It was 12 noon. Sheer uh, cat suit on with pasties over her nipples in the hotel lobby. I'm like, you're giving prostitute. Now, yes, y'all could be mad at me if you want to, ladies. But you got to admit, sometimes, like, why don't we want to look classy and elegant? You can look sexy and still have some clothes on. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I'm not doing it for men to not get attacked or harassed. I'm doing it for myself because I actually like presenting myself in a way that looks sexy and classy. Yeah. Um, we don't have time for the story, but maybe we will next time about the uh, <laughs> the man that told his fiance she's not the most beautiful. Unless y'all have a quick thing to uh, say. About no, because we got to take a deep dive in there. So we'll yeah, we need Friday. a deep dive on that. <laughs> we'll take a deep dive next week. We shall do that. Oh, I'm sorry. On Friday, we, we shall do that. All right, y'all. Fun show tonight. I got a good time with y'all. Um, and, and I like that we didn't mean to coordinate, but we all showed up in blue, the trustworthy color. Mm-hmm. There it is. Hey. Trust the tea. Trust the tea. All right. I want to thank my co-hosts Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for joining me tonight. Thank you so much for watching us on YouTube and keeping those comments lit. Keep it up and watch the, the rerun tomorrow. Stick around for the T.S. Madison. Turned out with T.S. Madison that's coming up next. And we will see y'all on Friday. Y'all have a good one. Bye, soulmates. Have a good night, Bye, soulmates. All right.